Many areas of Manitoba saw frost last week. I got an update from David Van Dines with Manitoba Agricultural Services Corporation. We had a number of claims registered. We've got uh, you know over 300, I think, registered provincially since uh, that frost event last week. I think overall, generally speaking, it maybe wasn't quite as severe as we were thinking it could have been, certainly with the forecast that was going on and that sort of thing. Um, you know, for a combination of reasons. In some cases, it maybe didn't get quite as, as cold as they were predicting. And, and secondly, I just don't think there was enough for as many acres that were out of the ground or vulnerable crop acres that were out of the ground that, uh, you know, could have been impacted by frost. What were the crops that were impacted? Well, no surprise. Certainly canola is the, the major one for sure. It's a majority of acres and, of course, is a crop that, uh, you know, doesn't like a lot of frost, that's for sure. Uh, certainly we had some soybean acres as well that were impacted, but uh, canola was by far the, the biggest uh, crop. Was there a certain area of the province that um, was hit hardest? Well, again, I think if you look at frost maps and that sort of thing, it certainly seemed to get coldest in that Interlake region as well as the Parkland region. But again, I think uh, fortunately for us and maybe some producers as well, there wasn't as much acres of canola up in those areas. So we certainly did get some claims, but, um, you know, not certainly as bad as it could have been, that's for sure. I've been hearing about wind uh, wind damage as well. Yeah, a little bit. Again, it's fairly isolated because it depends a lot on, on, you know, stubble management from the year before and the crops that were going in the year before and that sort of thing. So uh, there, there's been some claims, absolutely. But again, I, I don't know that it's widespread or uh, any specific area seems to be worse than others. Um, it's been kind of hit and miss. Again, mostly I would say dependent on what sort of condition the field was planted into this year. Any advice for farmers who are, I guess, thinking about putting in a claim or, or receding here? Yes, you know, that's one of the things that uh, when we send an adjuster to the farm, they can certainly give you a good idea of what we think that yield is going to be. The, the decision to reseed is always the farmers, and we try not to weigh into that. But, you know, when our staff do walk across the field, we try to cover it corner to corner sort of thing. And come back with a report that explains you know the number of plants we found and that kind of thing so that can sometimes be a very important piece of information that would help a producer make that decision whether they're going to reseed or not so um you know give us a call if you're looking if you're not sure what you want to do give us a call and we can try and help you through that process by all means uh you know we do expect that producers call us before taking any action so we want them to do that and then maybe the last piece is just be mindful of Seeding deadlines, we're getting to the end of May now, so depending on what crops you're considering, uh, you know, there might be some insurability concerns there if, uh, you know, if you're not able to see reseed here right away. Any hail yet this year? Uh, that's a good question. We haven't had any come to uh, registered yet. Um, I think I've heard of some reports in north of Winnipeg of some hail activity, but I don't think that's translated into... Uh, any claims yet that I'm aware of. So it's been pretty quiet. And again, we'd expect that for this time of year, I would say. So not abnormal by any stretch, but that, that season's coming. That was David Van Dines with Manitoba Agricultural Services Corporation. Clinton Monchuk is the Executive Director of Farm and Food Care Saskatchewan. And this year, they're starting up a program called Breakfast on the Farm, which they hope will educate younger students about where their food comes from and the practices they use. He talked about the program with reporter Blaze Wozniak. So this is a, a brand new initiative. So one of, one of the things that I think we can look at and say uh, COVID kind of changed and, and made us pivot a little bit from what we were planning for an in-person event that was actually supposed to be held 
um, on the University of Saskatchewan campus at the Rainier Dairy Centre uh, to something that would actually involve uh, students. So uh, we're, we're looking at, in grade school students, we're looking at um, the pivoting towards actually having uh, meals go to students in four different schools in Saskatchewan. So there's uh, one in Regina, one in Saskatoon, Yorkton, and Prince, El uh, Prince Albert. And uh, the idea behind it is that we want to provide a meal to students, but also give them the opportunity to learn a little bit more about how that food is being produced. So we have uh, an interactive trivia game. We have different informational um, kind of inserts in the packages that we're giving them, um, all for an opportunity to really engage with students. Where uh, Where is this food coming from? Is it just from some select farmers or from across the province? It is from across the province, so so there, it's twofold. One is there's going to be a warm meal delivered from the local Tim Hortons. Um, so we've we partnered with the local Tim Hortons in each of the far, four cities to provide and deliver um, a warm breakfast sandwich that includes an, an egg and cheese as well as a, a drink uh, to each of the students, staff, and support staff for, for each of these four schools. Um, but then we're also providing in the packages uh, some beef jerky that's sponsored uh, by the uh, Cattlemen's Association uh, and uh, granola bars that are produced from uh, oats um, grown in Saskatchewan and uh, milled at grain millers uh, in Yorkton. So it, it really is uh, an opportunity for the kids to get, you know, it's a fresh cracked egg from, from Tim Hortons all the way through to a granola snack uh, afterwards. Um, really you know, uh, farm fresh food, right? It's, it's stuff that we're producing on our farms here in Saskatchewan and, and uh, gives the opportunity of the, the kids to see that, you know, agriculture is a big part of this province. What are you guys hoping to get out of this program? I guess, what are you uh, hoping to accomplish or I guess what message are you hoping to uh, share with these students? So, so the big message is, is knowing if you have questions about your food that, here's an avenue or, or here's an organization, whether it's Farm and Food Care Saskatchewan or Agriculture in the Classroom Saskatchewan, here are organizations that provide factual information about your food. And, and I think there is, uh, you know, misinformation about food and how it's being produced. And this is one of those avenues that we have to actually connect with students and, and give them the opportunity to see uh, actual farmers. So but part of the trivia game that's going to be online, uh, there's different videos uh, that the, the students and teachers can watch. Uh, one of them, for example, is me uh, showing my, uh, my egg barn and walking through some of the different protocols and food safety things that we go through and explaining to everyone, you know, what the, the process that takes place to get eggs on the table. And uh, then there's questions about it to, to make sure that the kids are listening and learning and, and uh, having an opportunity to engage with farmers about food. Uh, so that really is the biggest thing that we, we want students and teachers to take home from this is, is that there is a very strong agriculture community here in Saskatchewan. There are a lot of farmers and ranchers here in this community and, and these are the, the individuals that we hope if there are questions in the future, these students and teachers actually come to uh, us for the answers.
That was Clinton Monchuk, Executive Director of Farm and Food Care Saskatchewan, chatting with reporter Blaze Wozniak. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Blaze Wozniak, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.